1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about what game do you eat and what game do you not eat. Now this is a subject that is very close to my heart because I really like things that are delicious. Uh, And that's one of the reasons that I hunt is because the results are delicious. But you don't want to eat everything that you take Um, Some things is just a flat-out bad idea to eat. Some things do not taste good. Uh, And some things you might want to consider might be a stretch for you, but it might be a a pleasant surprise. So let's jump into it. First and foremost, you've got deer. Um, It's the biggest thing that's hunted in in my state, I think nationwide. And of course, my opinion there would be deer are delicious. A lot of ways to cook deer. That may be another episode in the future. Um, but by and large, uh, I think it's easy to cook deer. I think there's a lot of great ways to do it, and there's some ways that aren't so great, but I've had it done well and not done well. So, And I've done it well and not done it well myself. So if you've had deer that you didn't think was good, chances are it wasn't prepared well, or it wasn't processed well, or you just didn't get a good deer, and that can happen based on a number of factors. But um, I would think you want to give it another shot because there's a lot of ways to like. I had some deer jerky this week that a friend of mine gave me. And it was maybe the best deer jerky I think I've ever had. It was so tender. The flavor was so mild. I literally could just sit there at work and eat pounds of this stuff. Kind of made me regret every deer I've ever shot and didn't make into jerky. It was so good. So, you know, there's there's so many things out there and so many different ways to prepare it. And this goes for everything we're going to talk about today that if you had something you didn't like, it may just be it wasn't prepared to your taste. So 
that's worthy of its own series of episodes, and maybe maybe in the fall we'll we'll jump into that. Number two, turkey. Obviously, you eat turkey Thanksgiving, you eat turkey sandwiches, you eat turkey lunch meat. They make turkey bacon, turkey sausage, turkey everything. Turkey's delicious. Wild turkey, I think, is far better. The much better flavor, just delicious, better than store-bought turkey. Um, just absolutely excellent. But you got to cook it a little different. Turkey breast and turkey legs—they're not—they're uh, not created equal. To cook a whole turkey, uh, a whole wild turkey is different than cooking a store-bought turkey because the legs are leaner, they're tougher. If you just throw it in the oven, chances are by the time the breasts are cooked perfectly, legs are going to be overdone or too tough. You got to cook it differently than you would your standard turkey. And then that's its own episode in and of itself. But if you cook it right, I think the flavor is superior. Um, It's just absolutely amazing. Next year I'm going to get extra turkey tags because I want to put as much of that in my freezer as possible. So we go on from there. What is the next most hunted thing after deer and after turkey? Well, usually it's game birds. Um, so you've got pheasants, you have grouse, you have doves, you have um, oh, there's a there's a whole bunch of them that aren't coming to mind. Uh, of course, you've got waterfowl, you've got ducks, you've got geese. Pretty much every game bird that you can shoot is delicious. Pretty much everything, except crows. I'll come back to that. But pretty much every game bird you would hunt that's, you know, huntable is delicious. Um, People think, really? You, You can eat doves? Oh, man. Doves are easy to clean. You're just taking the breasts out. There's not enough meat elsewhere to, to, to pick apart. You can literally clean a dove in less than a minute. Have it ready to go. You take a dozen, that's not even 15 minutes worth of work, right? So, and you can make just, it's, it's kind of like, think to yourself if you're making like um, something with like tenderloin medallions or something like that, uh, like a beef medallion, that's about the size of a dove breast. So it's, it's you can make a nice meal out of a few doves. And, um, but every other kind of bird, for the most part, are fabulous. Grouse are a delicacy in some places. I mean, if you were to find grouse in the store, you would usually pay a premium. Pheasant uh, can be phenomenal. Um, There's so many ways to cook pheasants. They're kind of like a little chicken. They are just um, a beautiful type of game, beautiful meat. Waterfowl, I think duck is one of my absolute all-time favorite, period, of all foods. Ducks are just absolutely delicious. Geese, also excellent. Now there's different kind of ducks, there's different kind of geese. Some taste better than others. You may have had one that you weren't fa- you weren't real fond of, but there's lots of other kinds you probably haven't had that you may like way more. So keep that in mind. If you've ever tried some of these, they're not all created equal. They're not all the same every year. They're not all the same in every area. Depends on what they eat or what they ate where they were before they flew over your place. And uh, different types have different flavor. Some of the people that I know of who absolutely love duck more than anything else on the planet, there are certain ducks, they won't even shoot them because they don't like them. They see that type of duck coming in, they're going to let that one go. 
uh, because they're not great eating. But other ones, it's their favorite food on the planet. So you can keep that in mind. Pretty much all birds are going to be... Um, are going to be not just good, but they can be excellent. Now we've got crows. Crow is a bird you don't want to eat. And I'm not just saying that because the taste is terrible, and the taste is terrible. You know the old expression, eating crow? They don't say that because they taste good. No, the crow is a miserable tasting bird uh, as far as birds go. But it's a scavenger. Crows eat dead animals. They eat... Um, Whatever they can find, they'll eat garbage. They are a scavenger animal. And, and the rule of thumb is you don't want to eat any animal that eats other animals, alive or dead. You don't want to eat predators. You don't want to eat scavengers. So, uh, you know, hawks and vultures, you do not want to eat those. You're not allowed to hunt those pretty much anywhere that I know of. So that's not going to be, you know, we don't have to talk about that. They're not an option to go out hunting. But if somewhere you could, you do not want to eat those. You don't want to eat crows. You don't want to eat vultures. You don't want to eat hawks. You don't want to eat owls. You don't want to eat things that scavenge. Owls, you know, there may be a, a case there that different ones eat different things. But crows, certainly, those are, that's a menace animal. We hunt those so there's less of them, so they do less damage to crops, less damage to other wildlife, so they're killing fewer turkey eggs, fewer duck eggs, fewer songbirds. Um, hunting, hunting crows, is it's a sport hunt, and it's something that you do in order to help the local wildlife and game population. So you don't want to eat crows, but pretty much any other bird, the rule of thumb is if it's not eating other animals, Bugs don't count. Bugs are bugs. If it's not eating another animal, then it's all right to eat. The reason why is because when it eats up, the higher something gets up on the food chain, the more toxins that it retains. So if something eats grass, then um, the only toxins that, that it can pick up is what's in the grass. But if something eats animals that eat grass, well, it's picking all the other toxins those animals might get in their bodies, um, from whatever they intake, and then you eat something that eats animals that eats animals. You're just you have the highest counts of things like mercury, arsenic, um, all sorts of heavy metals and and different toxins and toxins and things. It's just not healthy to eat. The flavor is not usually great either, um, but it's not healthy to eat. You know, in a survival situation, sure. You know, you can do what you got to do, but. In, in terms of you know hunting for food for for what we're talking about you don't want to go there so all right we've got that birds pretty much all game birds are good minus crow then we get into small game so you've got rabbits you've got squirrels you've got foxes you've got all the the stuff in that zone now my opinion here is going to be a little different maybe than some other people's opinions, but you study it out, make your own decision. Uh, for the most part, squirrels and rabbits fine to eat. Um, depending on how you cook them, they can taste good. They can be good. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're not traditionally a what they would consider to be a desirable animal just because of how they live and how their digestive system works and what they do and so forth and so on. But for the most part, uh, if you like them, they're good eating. 
Um, then you move on to other things. It gets a little fuzzier. Groundhog, for example. Eh, not so much. You really don't want to eat groundhogs. They're not tasty. Uh, they eat all kind of stuff. They are omnivorous. They might eat things that are fine. They might eat, uh, you know, they might scavenge. You really don't want to eat groundhog. Now, I've heard of people that ate groundhog and it was good. Um, you know, I could believe it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Then you've got other things like possums and raccoons and those you do not want to eat because those are scavengers and those are predators. Um, the flavor also is terrible, but maybe somebody could cook it good. I don't know. You could cook probably almost anything good. Um, you know, if you took an animal that, that was all right and didn't have any issues and, and you, you prepared it well, there's probably a way you could cook anything to make it good. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So if you've got a way to cook possum and uh, you like it, hey, I got no issue with that. But for the most part, in terms of new hunters, my recommendation, don't go after possums or don't eat possums. Don't go after raccoons. If you want to hunt them for the fur, great, but don't eat those. Uh, then you get into foxes. Uh, you do not want to eat foxes for the same reason. They're predators, scavengers, and coyotes. You do not want to eat coyotes. Uh, again, predator, scavenger, higher up on the food chain. You do not want to eat them. Uh, the, the best feedback I've heard from people that ate coyote that was cooked well was, ah, it's not terrible, but even then, don't do it. It's not healthy. Even if you could cook it to taste well, it's not a great idea unless you're in a survival situation and you need to. Then you get in the stuff that's sort of weird, like beavers and, um, you know, muskrats and martens and things like that that you might trap. Uh, for the most part, no, you don't want to eat those either because they're all predators or omnivores or scavengers, and you just you don't want to you don't want to go there. Now you can if you have to, or if you like to. I mean, you know, having some beaver once a year is not going to kill you, but it's not generally a healthy thing or a tasty thing to go after. I have had people say that they like beaver. But usually that's in the context of um, nothing else. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say, oh, I like beaver more than deer or more than beef, or I would even put it on the same spectrum of stuff. Um, I wouldn't go there. 
That's just my recommendation. You don't want to eat any of that stuff. If it eats other animals or, or it scavenges, you do not want to eat it. Uh, so pretty much anything you're going to trap, you don't want to eat. So then you move on, and we've got uh, some other things out there. Bigger game. Say you've got wild boar. Now, the, there is, there's split camps on wild boar or feral swine or whatever you want to call them. Um, here's basically the two sides of it. I'm not going to tell you what side to be on. Um, a lot of people are anti-pork. They don't, they, they don't want you to buy pork in the grocery store. They don't want you to eat pork in the wild because pork is a dirty animal. It lives in filth. It eats filth. It's full of filth. It has supposedly more bacteria, more disease, more all kind of stuff in it, on it, in the stomach, in the meat, all these kind of things. Uh, scripturally, it's an unclean animal. All these things. So on one hand, you know, people hunt boar and they hunt feral swine to reduce the population because they need to get the counts lower because they absolutely destroy wildlife. You know, crows are a nuisance. Boars actually destroy wildlife. They destroy entire areas. They destroy plants. They destroy habitat. They destroy everything they, they come in contact with. They are a miserable place if they're somewhere they're not supposed to be or they're not native. And if you live in America, they're not supposed to be here. They're not native to this country. Um, so anytime you see those in the wild, they're not supposed to be there and we're better off without them. The other side of the camp is that pigs are delicious. Um, you know, wild boar is just the, the, the mo most organic type of pork you can find. Just absolutely delicious, the most natural, best flavor, on and on and on. So, you know, bacon, delicious. I'm going to tell you right now, it's delicious. But you got to decide what side of that camp you want to be on. If you're going to be pro-swine or anti-swine, uh, I'm not telling you which way to go. That's that's totally up to you, wherever you are. I, I would say that if you eat, you know, if you eat pork normally, if you're eating bacon and you're eating pork chops, then probably no reason that you don't want to eat wild pork. Um, it may actually be better for you. However, I would caution you want to be extra careful with how you prepare it, how you butcher it. Um, you want to be very, very, very careful about cross-contamination, wearing gloves, all those kind of things, inspecting the animal, make sure it's healthy before you, you prepare it and bring that into your home. So... You've got those sides uh, of that coin. Again, I, I, don't, I don't have a dog in that fight. Whichever way you go, that's up to you. Um, both ways are, are perfectly permissible. Uh, I don't really have an opinion on which way a new hunter ought to go. I think you probably already have your answer before I even brought it up because you were in one camp or the other. So stay in whatever camp you're comfortable with. Then you get into bigger game like elk and moose and caribou and stuff like that all phenomenal uh, i know a lot of people that think elk and moose are perhaps the best tasting meat you can get period better than cow better than deer uh, essentially nothing better for them than elk or than moose especially if it's a good animal if it's well-fed, if it's killed the right way, if it's butchered and cared for right, it can be the most tasty, the most flavorful. 
uh, thing that you could go for. So um, just keep that out in that thing. I know those aren't as easy to hunt in a lot of places, depending on where you are. You might not be able to even get that. It might not even be game that's in your state. But if you're thinking about hunting it, definitely keep that in mind. You know, what can you do to, to maximize your yield, to, to do the best with butchering it and getting the highest quality meat out of that animal that you can get, save, and store? Uh, because that can be absolutely phenomenal. Then you've got like wild goats and sheep and bighorn sheep and rams and stuff like that. All delicious. Um, you know, in, in many countries and many cultures, lamb and goat are, you know, the staple meat. Beef is a secondary to those. So, you know, if you like lamb, if you like goat, um, wild goat and wild rams and sheep and everything in that family can be delicious if prepared well. It can be a little tougher. And, you know, a lamb by definition is in the first year. And if you go and you hunt a big foreign sheep, you're getting an animal. The bigger, the better. The older, the better. You're going to get meat that's nowhere near as tender. So you have to cook it differently. You can't just roast it like a, you know, on the spit like you might uh, a lamb. You need to cook it differently. You might need to braise parts of it. You got to treat it differently. You got to look up some recipes. But there's some great stuff that you can do with that. Great ways that you can cook that. Uh, all has the potential to be excellent. Uh, and then you've got some of your more bizarre stuff, um, porcupine, for example. Now, I know some people love porcupine. To them, it's a delicacy. Eh, it's not a clean animal. It eats other animals. It's a, it's a, it's a part-time scavenger. I'd recommend you not eat it, just based on in terms of health. If you, Flavor, you know, I've never had one. I can't tell you either way if it tastes good or tastes bad. But uh, it's also a risky thing to go after because of the quills and the potential of bacteria on the quills. If you get pricked, you know, it's worse than just the pain potentially. You could have all sorts of other issues you got to deal with. So uh, there's lots of other exotic stuff we could talk about, but none of which is really in America. So I'm just not going to go there and, and take that time. But I just wanted to give you guys this overview what to look for, what to think about for new hunters. You know, the further you go, you got to make your own decisions. You got to do your own research. Think for yourself. But I wanted to give you guys a starting place. Go ahead to the website, newhuntersguide.com. See the show notes for this episode, as well as other episodes that you can get. And please leave us some feedback. Ask some questions. We'd love to answer your questions, either via email or future episodes. So until next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.